When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. With me, as always, is my brother Travis. And this is week two of our countdown of all our favorite songs from the year, dude. We are bringing 10 tracks each week, very similar to our What You Heard formats, but these are all brand new jams and for the most part at least for me dude artists that we haven't played yet on no filler yeah i think for today that is going to be true for me as well nope that's not true i lied i I got two tracks that of of artists that you you may remember hearing from from uh no filler episodes past but um i don't think any of these were from this year so okay yeah that's fair because you know what yeah I, I, I'm bringing some artists that I've played in the past, like yeah. a few years back, you know. But like I did last week, I'm still just going to be kind of playing on the fly. I don't have five in mind for today. So just going to be feeling the vibes and work off of what you what you play. Well, I've got a great one to start us off, Q. So I'm going to set the tone and I'm, I'm, I'm setting the tone that's going to I think that's going to, it's going to put us, you know, we're going to be floating around the room. Dude, you know what else helps me float around? What's that, Q? Uh, tasty cup of chamomile tea, dude. Especially if it's from TS to T. Oh, yeah, dude. I think I mentioned last week, the lavender chamomile is quickly becoming my favorite of theirs. 
Chamomile, you know what? I've always associated chamomile with like, you know, you're winding down for bed. You drink some chamomile. I always think about sleepy time tea and that- Some sleepy time tea. Yeah, with a little teddy bear. Teddy bear all snuggly in his, his, you know, PJs and his nightcap. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, we don't care about sleepy time. Sleepy time, that's like the, that's oh, like that's... the chilies of tea. <laughs> and Tiesta tea is a steakhouse, dude. But yeah, Q, so we, we talked about this the last few weeks. This is the time of the year to get some gifts for your, your friends and family, right? And if you have a tea lover in your life, there is a lot that you can find on TiestaTea.com. Uh, variety packs, gift boxes. We're looking at one right now. It's called like the uh, the Brewmaster and Tea uh, gift box. And it's got... Uh, what Tiesta calls a brewmaster. It's basically like a gravity infuser is what they call it. So like you put your tea in there, you add the hot water, you steep it, place it directly on the mug, and then it releases the tea into your mug and holds on to all the leaves, right? Yeah, you just like press down on the on yeah. the top of your mug. Yeah, and as Tiesta Tea says right here on their website, just like great beer, and I would add just like great coffee, it requires quality brewing, right? So if you need a good brewer for your tea, like this is a good, this looks like a pretty good deal. Well, yeah. And and you can get the Brewmaster and Tea gift set. It comes with their Chai Love and their Maui Mango. Uh, it comes with a couple tins of those, dude. And two great teas, man. I love, their Chai is great. And their Maui Mango. I've tried the Chai, but I haven't tried the Mango yet. And it is really good. Anyway, so yeah, go to TiestaTea.com. We haven't even mentioned yet. That you can get 15% off if you use our promo code NOFILLER15 at checkout. That's all you got to know. And that's Tiesta Tea, my friend. A bold tea for a bold you. Now let's get on with the tunes. Yeah, you know, so we didn't do it in unison this time, like last week, because it was just a complete that was embarrassing, dude. disaster. That was embarrassing. Yeah. And you know what? I I blame the, uh, the voiceover IP. Yeah. You know, the freaking trying it to do was, this over Zoom. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't sync up. Because we're doing yeah. this over Zoom. Slight delay. Slight delay. All right. So yeah, like you said, Q, let's get into the tunes here. That's what we're here for. You you started last week, so so I'm going to start this week. And like I said, I've got a banger for us to, 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 to kick things off, Q. So this group, really interesting. They're, they're, they're essentially, they're like a pop group. It's really hard to, to describe them. They're an indie synth pop group, right? But this record, it's called mercurial world um it it floats between like 90s hip-hop um styles that kind of get infused to it with like just your your most like poppy of pop like i I guess when i mean pop i'm talking like the type type of pop that's that that um like radio friendly radio friendly pop yeah it's very i'm intrigued yeah it's very like pop forward but it's also done in a way that that that's unique right so i i waver between two different songs to play but i but i finally pinned it down i'm going to play a song called hysterical us this is not a single off the record but um it's a it's a banger so here we go this is a band called magdalena bay and this song is called hysterical us i'll tell you a little bit about the group after this song Shadows 
floating, dude. Floating around this room. So I, I feel like I didn't really tee them up enough. So you didn't hear it in this song. And that's really all I said earlier was that they... They, they, they flirt with hip hop too? Yeah, yeah. So like if if that's all you heard from me and then you heard that song, you're like, what are you talking about? There's no hip hop. It's in some of their other songs, but it's like 90s rap almost, those styles. Now she's not rapping, but it's elements of 90s. You know what, dude? Let me just play. Do it. Just the intro. Do it. I have a I have an artist in mind where I'm bringing two songs at some point. Maybe not today. Okay. Well, then I'm bringing. Let, let's listen to a little bit of this other song. So this was their one of their big singles, and I think you're going to hear a little bit more what I'm talking about, and it's going to showcase more about what these guys do. So I think you may have heard in in that song, Hysterical Us, some '70s kind of stuff, right? Dude, I heard some Doobie Brothers, man. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful beliefs. beliefs in the piano. Absolutely, the piano and the chorus. Yeah, that's like a straight up nod to it, man. Big time, right? And so these guys, let me let me name it. It's a it's a, it's a duo, Micah Tenenbaum and Matthew Lewin. They met in high school at a. It's called the Live Modern School of Music, and they were placed in a. They were placed, which is interesting, placed in a classic rock cover band, and later began writing their own prog rock music as Tabula Rasa. I swear, Wait, I've, I've heard. I've heard of. Tabula. I've heard of that. I, me too. I don't know if that's if I've heard of the band, but I've heard of Tabula Rusa or something like. That. Anyway, something. So yeah, they. If you're in a classic rock cover band. You're probably going to play some Doobie Brothers, right? Anyway, so they're 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 musically trained, right? They went to a musical high school, right? So they're well studied, right, in music, right, from all decades, probably. So yeah, let me play this other song here, and I think you'll get a better idea of what these guys are doing. So this song is called "Secrets Your Fire." So they mix a little bit of everything, you know what I mean? There's, there's, like I said, there's that hip hop thing right in the beginning. Sounds like freaking, you know, Snoop Dogg or Dre or something like that. Yeah, um, right. But then there's a lot of synth and like '90s hip hop type stuff. And then her voice, you even said it when we were listening to it. It's like Ariana Grande or something like that, like or ver- something. Yeah, no, something I just like that's that, the first right? name that popped in my head. But but that's what we're talking about when we're talking about like the pop, like like stand like and not i don't want to say standard either because i have respect for for the powerhouses and and pop but yeah yeah if you take away the music that's happening 
her, her voice, she could, she could make a pop album like Ariana Grande or, I mean, we're revealing our ignorance in this area, but like, or, uh, or Miley Cyrus. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You and I do. This is not our wheelhouse at all, but I think no. we're, our, our point is getting you know made that like her voice is, is, is very much a traditional pop voice. Yeah. But what they're doing, you know, makes them kind of an indie pop group where they're experimenting with a bunch of different things. They're taking all these different decades and styles and kind of making it their own, which I think is really cool. Anyway, this record came out not even two months ago, so it it um, but but it's kind of kind of blown up and and gotten them a lot of attention. So again, this this band is called Magdalena Bay. The record is called Mercurial World, and yeah, if you like those two tracks, this is one of those bangers, man. Hit play. It's, it's a blast to listen to. A lot of fun. Well, there you go. Where do we go from here? All right, man. I've got this is one of my favorites of the year, and. I, you know, I'm not saving all my faves, my my favey faves for the last episode like you are, dude. But there's just something about this song. I I don't really know much about the artist. She goes by Mini Trees. Uh, let's see if I can find her real name. Like Tiny Little Trees. Yep, like Tiny Little Trees. I can't find. A, so you type in Mini Trees into Google. Guess what you're gonna get? You're gonna get Mini Trees. You're, you're gonna get little bonsai trees and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I okay. I can't see her name in this uh, in this little write up. And actually, this is like a novel, dude. I just expanded on it, and it, it's like down to the end of the page. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really look into her too much, but she's just a solid. This is another solid, um, just indie pop artist, man. And she just released an album back in September. So this again, not too not too old of a record. Uh, called Always in Motion. And I really connected with these lyrics, dude. This is another one of those, you know, just kind of like confronting, like existential crisis kind of stuff. You know, a lot of artists wrote about this stuff over the last few years. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's been a few things going on in the world. Just a, a few things going on. Anyways, here is a song by Mini Trees off of her album Always in Motion. The song is called Doomsday.
Yeah, another good another good track. Let's just talk about how either either we're seeking out female artists like exclusively this year, or this has just been a year of killer music released by females. Because like I've lost count of how many yeah. great female artists I've discovered this year. And, dude. and I know that I I have found myself drawn more to to female indie artists lately. And maybe that's what it is. We're just seeking it out more. But I, dude, I've been, I've been like, this is the year, man, for, for really great female artists, like in the indie sphere, you know what I mean? Big time. And that's what I, I would, I would classify mini trees under that. Yeah. And the lyrics, dude, I just love the lyrics on this song. First verse, nervous wreck. I play with the thread in my pocket, avoiding the dread. If we're honest, everyone's nervous these days. Ain't that the truth, man? Cough in your sleeve. Assure us it's fine, but it's hard to believe. We've lost our patience for sympathy. Oh, man. Mm. Dude. Mm. That is... Assure us it's fine. I love it, dude. Uh, that is a fucking cold, hard truth. <laughs> and then it says the next line here. How do we ever get this far? <laughs> I mean, questions we've been asking ourselves. Slippery last... slope, dude. They were just dude. Gl- we're just gliding down that slope right now. Yeah. We don't know where the bottom is. Who will be left when we get to the end? Terrified, I pretend it's some doomsday myth. In other words, like, she sees doomsday coming, but she's just going to be like, eh, probably, whatever. It'll be That's fine. just another one of those, you know, crazy conspiracy theories. Yeah. So, again, the artist is Mini Trees. Album is Always in Motion. One of my favorites of the year, hands down. And I'm going to pass it on to you, brother. You're going to keep it in the same packet. I am not. I'm going to 180-us here, Q. You can always count on me to pull a 180. Always. So I have brought this guy before. I brought him last year. He goes by Dowd. His his full name is Dowd Al-Halali. So he is a house producer with roots in Iraq, but he was born in the U.S., was raised in Wales, and is now based out of London, England. Damn. But anyway, he's known for fusing house, garage, and techno with a heavily layered, frequently dreamlike sound that works in a club and home listening settings. So the record I brought last year to what you heard, uh, it was just great because I couldn't fucking pronounce it because it's impossible to pronounce, <laughs> right? Um, psh, zero, zero, 001. Okay. So it's PSL. I, dude, I remember this track being very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's P-S-S-S-H. Zero, zero, 001. It was a single that he put out last year. His first under his label psh, records <laughs> and guess what Q? Pesheche. okay Pesheche, yeah well this year he put out Pesheche too <laughs> um and this song dude has been i've played it like consistently throughout the year because it is one of those songs that just kind of sticks in your head when you hear it and what i love about this track is he's he's mostly like a house like a deep house kind of producer right but he uses very classic down-tempo styles in this song. You're going to be reminded, Q, of like Tosca and stuff like that, right? Which, what more do you need to hear? I'm all about that, dude, yeah. We did a whole month on this kind of stuff. If you go back a few months, it was our down-tempo month. We had a blast. Anyway, so I'm going to play a song here. Again, this is by an artist named Dowd. This song is called La Nota.
Yeah, dude. Just some solid down-tempo tunage. I just love that little kid. And he pulls from, like, I mean, Tosca, I feel like, is probably a major, major influence on a lot of electronic artists. But, yeah, he, he pulls from that, like, that playbook of... of repetition that that pulls away a lot and, yeah, and yeah. comes and gets introduced uh back in a, a second and third time slightly different each time when it comes back in with the layers and there's like some percussive like some i don't know if it's bongos or something like that in the background right so like that's another classic element of down tempo is pulling from like kind of like the bossa nova stuff yeah worldly kind of instruments and stuff like that that get incorporated into it yeah. But yeah, I love the drumming that kind of the layer building on the drums and stuff, the the hi-hat and stuff like that and like the the beat kind of increasing is like that. Anyway, I just for some reason whenever I heard that kid I, I wish I knew what he was saying. La nota translates to the note, which is pretty obvious, right? <laughs> I wish I knew what what else he was saying, but there's just something kind of like interesting about a, a kid's voice. He sounds like he's telling us something like he he sounds mischievous. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. But uh, all right, that that song was called uh, "La Nota" by a European house artist named Dowd. All right, Q, I'm gonna throw it back to you. What do you? Where are you gonna pivot us from here? Do you have something that goes with that, or are you gonna? You're gonna do another 180. I mean, I think it's gonna flow well. Okay. Definitely not in the same uh, wheelhouse, really. But um, now this artist. She's been getting a lot of love recently. Uh, she goes by Little Sims. She's making it on a, on a bunch of, of top uh, artists and top albums of the year. I just recently got into this album of hers that came out not that long ago called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. Let me just read this quick little write-up on Spotify here. Uh, so it says here, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. Her most important and ambitious record yet, a coruscating, whoa, that's a new one, coruscating journey into the heart. Is this pitchfork, dude? Could be, dude. Dude, they always know how to sprinkle in those vocabulary words to remind us that they're better than us. They don't usually credit the quotes that they pull from for Spotify, but anyways. uh, A journey into the heart of what it means to be alive in these tumultuous times and one which looks set to handily cement her position as one of the most potent and vital young talents around today. High praise, uh, absolutely deserving of it, dude. So I'm going to bring two songs from it just to kind of show off. So she's got a really unique and um, really interesting like uh, flow and how she rhymes and raps, but she also has songs where there's not a lot of that and it's more just like a really like solid uh almost like trip hop in some elements reminds me a lot of the stuff that that the all the members of the internet are doing you know that that kind of uh hip-hop so first song i'm gonna play is called protect my energy Speak. 
Yeah, I think it's safe to say that like 80s, like 70s and 80s, like inspired synth pop is 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 on the rise, dude. You know what I mean? It's on the rise and and being embraced. Yeah, and then the like the new talent, you know, like the, the the younger generation, like new emerging artists are just killing it in that department, dude. Yeah. Like they're really like embracing it, like you said, and just I mean, perfecting it and then and what they do with it is so awesome. Dude. They're refreshing it a little bit, yeah. So like I wanna know, are these artists using old equipment or are they using I bet it's a mix of both, dude. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I mean Knowing our generation and dude, I can never remember when our generation ends and generation Z begins, but sometime in the nineties. Yeah. Our generations have like a, a stronghold on, on retro stuff and, and the generation X as well, but like we're embracing the analog and like tinkering with it in the studio and finding really cool ways to like breathe new life into it. Yeah. Like it's something about the aesthetic of the eighties. Our generation is is kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah, and it started with like Synthwave, you know, which was like almost a decade ago probably when Synthwave became a thing. Yeah. Or at least when 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 not when it became a thing, but like when it when it became a when it was sort of like refreshed or whatever with with bands like uh, uh, Kavinsky and stuff like that, right? And who would have thought, right? Like I'm all for it. In the in the early 90s, like that was beyond cheese that's like what what disco was to people growing up in the 80s you know like disco's dead or whatever yeah who would have thought that this kind of stuff would have come back in such an awesome way but yeah they're they're, like like what you're saying they're 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 refreshing it you know yeah they're taking the musical elements of it but like the the songs and the the lyrics and like that the melodies are are a little bit more modern all right so i got one more song of hers to play this is actually i believe yeah, this is the last track on the album. Um, really powerful lyrics. I love her flow and her unique, uh, like how she she connects words together. Like I guess her cadence and everything is really unique. I really love it. So here we go. Little Sims. This song is called Misunderstood. Popping down for days Laying in my misery Hoping I'll be saved Stuck in my waist Stubborn I know it can't be changed Living in isolation Attention I never crave There go Lil Simbi From around the way She wanted the credibility Never cared for fame While the palette fades Release the colours of pain It's a black and white world Still in the area grey Looking back Was it all a waste of Handshakes And how we're used And what you've been up to And will you be home soon And when are you dropping again Sussing me out Secretly hoping I'm done with the pen No receipts Can't return the gift I was sent Everything I touch Is felt with the purest intent Conversations with you Was causing resentment Hard to accept the realness She said I've been loving you freely Back when you was broke Handing out them CDs Tried to fall in love And you cut Cause you need me I told you give it up And you never believe me Your obsession with me Has been your Achilles heel Feelings equals weakness And that's why you bury yours Understand you were just A vessel for the Lord Lying hard Don't you feel these blessings In your paws
misleading, misguided, misunderstood, misjudged Little mistaken, heartbroken, that's basic mistrust For many days and for many nights, I just couldn't fathom all the fake stuff Eyes wide open to fake love, cause no one's checking for you when you got it bad and you're in the world. Sounds like a completely different artist from the first song that you, that you played for me Yeah So that just shows kind of what we were talking about earlier, like you know the the older kind of aesthetic and and style of of synth and stuff like that is kind of being embraced, but it's these artists that can do so much more, you know, and they pull in the modern stuff and sort of sprinkle it in, you know, and fuse it together and like make it something new. And yeah, and put it together in a a cohesive like album, you know, from start to finish. And this is such a such a great way to to end an album, you know, like. It's very, it's very somber, just like... Yeah, well, that's the genius of this song. It's very stripped back. It's just her vocals and a piano and some, like, backing vocals. Maybe her doing the backing vocals as well. But, like, you know, she strips away all the other stuff that maybe is on the, the earlier tracks, like, this, like the, the synthy stuff that we heard on the other track you played, right? Because she's just, she's just rapping, like you said. Right. And a lot of the album is kind of, is, you know, there's a lot going on. And then this is how it ends. Yeah, because she's wanting you to like pay. Now, does she rap anywhere else in the record? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a lot. That's a big part of of who she is. So again, that was Little Sims. That was her from her album. Sometimes I might be introvert. And uh, yeah, dude, I'll pass it back to you. What you got? All right, Q. Let's 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 finally bring some rock into our best of here. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of indie pop. I feel like and synth pop. Even last week. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah. So, Except for, you know what? I brought that Genghis Tron track. Yeah, but still, that was kind of synthy. That's true. That's true. It was more like bedroom poppy, kind of dream poppy stuff. All right. So these guys are called Avlov. They're from Connecticut. And it's really just a rock, like an indie rock band, right? Uh, they put out a record called Buds, not even a month ago. A lot of my picture are, are, are pretty new um, for the year. But I'm going to bring a song here off of this record that I feel like incorporates some grunge elements and his singing, which isn't true for the, for the, for the entire record, but for this song in particular, he kind of borrows from uh, bands like Hum and Failure, who I've brought in, in the past before. Nice. Um, where it's more of kind of like a, I don't know, okay, I'll let you decide. So here we go. I'm going to play a song here called Cheer Up Cheerio.
fucking love that, dude. Really good. I feel like there's a lot of, of influences that they're drawn from. Yeah, and you can hear you can definitely hear the grunge, right? You can hear, dude, I I was getting some like early Foo Fighters just in the way okay. he said he he reminded me of Dave Grohl a lot. I, can, I guess I can see maybe that. like I don't know if Dave Grohl still harmonizes with himself, you know, so I'm thinking like uh the Foo Fighters self-titled where, where it was all Dave Grohl. It's all I don't him. know. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard I heard some some Dave Grohl harmonies on there. Yeah, which you know, I'm all about. Yeah, so like these guys are kind of grouped into the, the the bands like Spirit of the Beehive and like Horse Jumper of Love, stuff like that, where it's this kind of it's indie rock. It's the next evolution of like you know it's funny because we were talking about indie rock, indie pop. We've been talking about a lot about indie pop today, but like this is indie rock, right? The next iteration of it, I guess. Yeah. Although these guys have been around since like the, the since like 2013, but um. It's kind of like slacker rock almost. His his delivery on this rec- this song at least is kind of that lazy delivery cue that you like a lot. Yep. So um, according to the Pitchfork review cue, this song is a make-believe letter to the Spirited Away protagonist. What? Which I know you're you're a huge Spirited Away person or a fan of uh, Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull up the lyrics and we can maybe figure this out, cue. I, and you know what? I'm not big enough of a fan that I know the names of the characters by heart. But, but it's the protagonist. Yeah. Well, there's a few that could be considered a protagonist on the, in that movie. Yeah. So during an interview, so lead singer confirmed it is a made-up letter to the protagonist of Spirited Away. That's awesome, dude. Hop down and explore the land. Oh, but you won't rest to go down on the afternoon. Daddy's got your credit cards. So you... No one seems to be around now. Maybe pigs they'll be. Oh, yeah, dude. Now, that's a reference to that scene, right? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, we haven't. Okay. We own it. Okay. It's great. It's a freaking, like... Def- it's his such definitive a- masterpiece. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite of his, but yeah, dude. Now, listen to this. This seems more interesting, Q. This song was has been recorded five times over the past 10 years. First as a demo... For their first full length. But for whatever reason, it never made the cut for any of the records that they recorded it for until wow. this record. Wow. I, it's like, what a killer track, dude. So I'm glad they finally decided to like, to throw it on a record, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it just wasn't fitting with like the vibes of their other records and just didn't fit anywhere. But yeah, it's, it's a great song. So her name is Chihiro, by the way. Oh, well, that's the fucking, okay. Well, then that's in the, it's called Cheer Up Chihiro. I said Cheerio. <laughs> okay. No wonder I didn't notice. My bad. All right. So this song is called Cheer Cheer Up Chihiro. Cheer Up Cheerio. My bad. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was like a clever way to spell Cheerio, but um, oh, I got you. Okay. No. All right. So Cheer Up Chihiro, dude. Anybody who's a Spirited Away fan heard me pronounce it Cheerio, and they turned off their 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 iTunes or whatever. No, nah, dude. We're good because this is this is a podcast. You know. They didn't know how it was spelled. Yeah, but once I said "spirited away," they're like, "Wait, he said Cheerio." It's clearly <laughs> Cheerio. Cheerio. Yeah. Anyway, that's you know that's on brand for No Filler. We like to mispronounce <laughs> things all the time. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that that was a uh, a song called "Cheer Up Chihiro by a band called Avlav off their record "Buds," another solid record. All right, Q. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back to you. All right, man. Uh. This is a band that I also just discovered recently. 
they're called Working Men's Club. And I, dude, I just fucking love everything that these guys are doing. Um, they don't have too much out there. Just a few EPs and albums since 2018. Uh, they're under the post-punk revival electronic acid house rock. So that's a mouthful. Uh, I'm just going to let the music play uh, speak for itself, dude. This is an, a tiny little single called X, as in the letter X. So this song is the title track off of the single. It's called X. I like that little turn like that twist that happened they added that like synth kind of drum thing uh, toward toward the end there to kind of mix it up a little bit which i wasn't expecting but yeah his vocal delivery is really cool it's, it's kind of like i don't know lou reed or something like that maybe yeah a little bit and dude so you know what i honestly don't know if this band is is still making waves or doing anything but it reminds me a lot of the faint did you ever get into them dude i was pretty obsessed with these are they from like the 2000s for a while yeah early 2000s hmm see the last album was actually back in 2019 so they're still still doing it but yeah that so that's that heavy like it's like synth dance punk you know yeah right and these guys are doing it in a really cool way i'm i'll be bringing another song from them in january dude anyways uh yeah dude so that's working men's club love what they're doing can't wait to hear more from them and is this number five, dude? Are we are we at the end here? I got two more. Oh man, we whew. this is gonna be a long. Episode. You know what, dude? It's it's because we both brought two songs from one out from one artist. Right, right, right. 
That's cool. That's cool, dude. Let's do it. Keep it going. What you got? All right, Q. This artist has made the rounds as well on a lot of publications, best of 2021 lists that I'm starting to see pop up everywhere. She's been featured this year on a What You Heard episode. You know her. I know her. We all know her. She goes by Japanese Breakfast. Oh, yeah. We all know and love her, dude. So here's the thing. She put out a record this year called Jubilee. That's not what I'm bringing a song from, Q. Because she also scored a video game soundtrack. Oh, I know how much you love those, brother. I do. So I'm, I'm hitting two birds with one stone here, Q. Because I love video game scores, as Spotify Wrapped told me this year. Video game music was my number one genre. So the numbers don't lie. But anyway, I always love it when, you know, an indie artist or an electronic artist or something like that puts out a video game score. It's always really interesting. And the game, uh, I haven't played it, but it looks very, it looks like one of those beautiful games, right? Like Journey or something oh, like that. dude, don't get me started on Journey. But it sounds like the the maker of the game specifically reached out to Michelle Zauner, aka Japanese Breakfast, because they knew that she liked video games. And they wanted the score to come from somebody who doesn't come from the video game like realm of like, you know, somebody who's never scored a video game before because they wanted it to not follow the same tropes. They probably didn't want it to sound like Journey. You know what I mean? Something like that, where it's like a more traditional video game type of cinematic score. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, I'm just going to play one of the songs here. Uh, this song... Again, it's from Japanese Breakfast's score for the video game Sable, and this song is called The Ewer.
I mean, I just want to immerse myself in that world, dude. She fucking nailed it. Yeah, and if you if you look at like screenshots of of the game and stuff like that, like yeah, it's it's spot on. So apparently she started scoring the the game based off just like concept art and nice and and stuff like that and like descriptions of the worlds and stuff that the character will be traveling through. That's really cool. But uh if you listen to the record, it's it's pretty long um track count wise, but like it it's like an hour and 36 minutes. I guess that is pretty long for a record, right? Um, but if you're a fan of, of, of video game music, you'll probably hear some influence. If she loves video games, so she's probably, you know, well-versed in this kind of stuff, but it's a beautiful record. It's got a lot of different moods to it, much like video game levels. Right. Um, but a lot of it is kind of this ambient kind of atmospheric type stuff like that with these sort of beautiful string elements and stuff like that, man, I could listen to that all day, dude. Cue it up, dude. It's great. So again, that was a Sable soundtrack by Japanese Breakfast. That song was called "The Ewer." All right, Q. This is we're, we're getting we're getting old here. Just sitting here. <laughs> this is a lengthy one, dude. It's a long one. So we got three more tracks. Yeah. So what do you got for us? All right, dude. Uh, this band needs no introduction. This is another one of those groups that we all just fell in love with over the last few years. I would say they're like the darlings of psychedelic rock and funk right now alton goon i mean come on hmm. you know of course of come course on. we were gonna have them no i i want to say they were on last year's best of right well no they didn't release anything last year so no really actually they released uh ordinoon de relary you know he says the word and i still can't pronounce it uh they released a song that eventually makes it to this album that i'm I'm bringing from called called Yol that came out this year, but anyways, doesn't matter. This album is so good, dude. Uh, I'll say it again. The album name is called Yol, Y O L. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. They're they're Turkish, among other things. You know how we are about with uh, pronouncing words, but uh, and this one's gonna be real fun to pronounce, dude. The song I'm bringing. Uh, I can't get enough of this album. Can't get enough of this band. I love everything that they do. Uh, this is might be my favorite song of the year dude i mean it's just i mean it just gets you hopping and squirming dude every time all right i'm ready to squirm all right man so again this is alton goon this song is called maka yalari
dude, there's nothing not to like about it. Unbelievable, man. I just love... I dare you to find one thing. For real. I, I just love the way that they they mix in the traditional, you know, Turkish... So they're Turkish, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so cool how they do that, man. Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> Last time I said, let me tell you something. One of our listeners, Mitchell Scott McKnight, I got a good chuckle out of it. <laughs> just, just tell his his middle name as well, dude. Just throw this throw his social security number on there too, <laughs> why don't you? <laughs> um, that's just how I say his name. Um, let me tell you something, dude. Why don't you tell me, dude? I'm getting ready to. Anytime I'm, this is gonna sound stupid, probably, but anytime I'm in like a Greek restaurant or. Uh, like a Chinese restaurant, Thai restaurant, and I hear. Dude, I think I think I know. I think I know what you're gonna say, dude. All right. Well, here we go. I look back at my life. <laughs> what? Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say <laughs> is like, what? what? What is our? We don't have much of a cultural heritage, dude. You and me. Oh, we're white bread motherfuckers, and we're like you know, you can't trace our lineage back to anything but maybe like Europe, right? I think there's, I think we have like some dudes in like England or something like that. We have some, um, Vikings, some Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel one ounce of that in my blood though. <laughs> anyway, when I hear music like that, or I, I you know, I, I see movies of like, you know, Greek weddings and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I wish I had some of that. I know we're, we're, we're slacking on that. I dude. wish I we're, had, we're some, lacking like, in that arena. Some, some culture to point to. Yeah, dude. Some some heritage, you know. Well, you know what? What's great about what Alton Goon's doing is they're bringing in their culture. They are, and I'm like, fuck. I wish I had some of that. But thank you to Alton Goon because I can I can cherish and like appreciate what they're doing. Because like, how? Well, that's what I mean. You, that's what makes them. You, there's nobody else like him. Yeah, right. It's psychedelic rock plus like all this different, this Turkish. There's, and I'm, there's other musical styles that they incorporate too. Yeah, it's like funk. It's it's almost disco at times, psychedelic, and then it's got you know, those traditional Turkish uh, instruments, and especially the female singer. I don't know her name, but she her her singing style is very traditional Turkish vocal stylings as well, which is really cool. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. All right, man. So that's Alton Goon. We're coming around to home plate, dude. It's finally, we, you know, we got two more songs. How are we gonna? How are we gonna finish this one, man? I'm gonna end us, at least in my picks here, with another just fucking catchy tune. So I don't know much about these two artists, but this is a collaborative EP between uh, this bedroom pop artist who goes by Jordana. And this indie pop California group called TV Girl, who have been around since 2010. So they've been around for a while. And Jordana is a relatively new bedroom pop artist. Anyway, so they they went on tour together this year. And they have a sold out tour. And I think they've actually been like longtime friends or something like that. Jordana and and the lead singer. But they put, put out this collaborative EP, so it's kind of cool. Like they basically announced their tour, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we have this this record together." Nice. So uh, this record is called "Summer's Over," and this song just stood out to me because it's got this really cool, like classic country 
twang mm. guitar element incorporated into it, which is done really, really well. I love that shit, dude. Because with her vocals on top of it, it just sounds really great. And it's just like classy as hell. Anyway, this song is called Low on the Highway by Jordana and TV Girl. Those vibes, dude. They they crushed it. Yeah, I mean, uh, TV Girl is like an electronic indie pop group, so it's not like this is the style that they do, right? And you could tell it was kind of like looped and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, I think it just goes kind of with the with just the style that they were going for, like low on the highway. Even the name has kind of like a kind of a country kind of again like a classic country kind of vibes are like it just works really well like the rest of the record doesn't sound like that at all and we should mention too that low is spelled l-o and high is spelled h-i so like lo-fi hi-fi lo-fi hi-fi yeah yeah Yeah. anyway that's just one of those songs that like i couldn't you know i've been listening to it for months now you know basically ever since it came out this was another october release so again a lot of my picks it's almost like i didn't start listening to to 2021 releases until the fall and that's when i was like oh you shit i gotta come up with you know some tracks yeah dude i feel like that's you've admitted that several times throughout the year yeah you know yeah i will admit like i wasn't really plugged into to a lot of the a lot of new records this year so i kind of just crammed like you know as one does before a test right i just kind of crammed it and found a bunch of tracks that 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 spoke to me but some of them are are legit favorites that um that i've been holding on to but yeah this is another one that you know just came out maybe a month or two ago but again it's it's just like a earworm right oh yeah man like you're gonna have that that little that little melody in your ear uh for the rest of the year q maybe into next year yeah that was great all right q what you got what are you gonna do to 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 bring us home here how you gonna how you gonna let us let us close all right dude i'm bringing i i think the most fun track of the year for me. Okay. I just I just love the song, man. It's it's quick and dirty. It's just it's loud. It's it's boisterous. It's quick, it's fun. Dirty, loud. I am going to read up oh, boisterous. No wonder I just said that awesome word. It's because I just read it. 
I don't have words like that just rattling around in my brain. So I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read this off of Spotify, and you're gonna hear that word boisterous. So uh, I can't take credit for that. But here is just a quick description of this band. Between the contrast of Elixin's lush, almost delicate vocals, Koloski's boisterous drumming, and the half-harmonious wash of guitar and Shanahan and Coon's synths, Empath equips us with a healthy dose of emotional repose. All right, so here is uh, another one of my favorites of the year. I mean, it's almost like we're playing all of our favorites. Yeah, it's almost like it. <laughs> uh, this is just a single of theirs. This song is called Born 100 Times. such a fun track dude i so i can't finish off the year without giving another shout out to kexp when i heard this song on on the radio dude i was just like fuck yeah <laughs> just like super like stoked and like juiced and pumped after it man well it's you know just like uh the roots there that they're kind of nodding back to like the punk rock stuff right it's kind of reminded me of slater kenny like old school slater kenny and i love the uh I mean, like, honestly, the low, the low quality sound of the recording, like that just adds to the charm and the fun of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on, on brand with what they're trying to do, you know, totally with the sound they're trying to go for. Yeah. That was just one of those songs. As soon as I heard it, I just had to, I just had to have it. So I threw it on my, on the list and and here we are, dude. That's figured that was, that would be a, a fun way to wrap this one up. Speaking of wrapping it up, dude, let's, let's do just that. This was a long episode. Well, let's wrap it the fuck up, dude. All right, man. Well, this was a long one, so we got two more of these to go. So 
Tune in next week for the next 10 picks for our countdown of our, our favorite 2021 tracks. And dude, I, I want to say like six out of the 10 tracks that we brought today, at least, were female-led groups or at least female vocalists, man. So Yeah, four out of the five for me, man. Okay, three out of the five for me, so seven. Yep. That's that's saying something. So anyway, um, next week, we're going to bring 10 more tracks, and we'll see what happens then. I've got some stuff stored up my sleeve, Q, so get ready. Yeah, I, I still got a lot of great tracks to share, man. And then I'm saving my best five for two weeks from now, so stay tuned for that. And let's just let's just rapidly rapid rapid this up, you know? <laughs> rapid. Fire. Rapidly wrap it up. Check us out on Instagram at nofillerpodcast. Go to ts2t.com. Use nofiller15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. And of course, as always, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That's pantheonpodcast.com, where you can find plenty of other great music-centric podcasts just like this one. That's it, man. This has been week two of our countdown of our favorite tracks from 2021. We got 10 more coming at you next week. So stay tuned for that. And you know what, dude? I'm going to wrap us up with, because we don't have an outro in mind. Uh, I'm just going to play that that track from Alton Goon. Ordenun Derelary. And uh, yeah, thank you so much as always for listening. My name's Quentin. My name's Travis. And I'll take care. One of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. 
Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. 